Hello, everyone, and welcome to Are You Freaking Serious? Well, there is a scientific and philosophical rule called Occam's Razor, and I think it would be very appropriate to apply it now. Now, what is Occam's Razor? It is, as I said, a philosophical and scientific rule. Could use it in mathematics, could use it in politics, could use it in finance. And basically what it says is the simplest explanation is often the best one. Now, where do we get razor? Well, it's like shaving away all the superfluous stuff. And so today, when we kind of do a little review on the Fed chairman, and that is Mr. Jerome Powell, his performance yesterday in front of a Senate panel, well, I think it's best to use Occam's razor. Try to make it as simple as possible. Now, it might be a little bit difficult, but guess what? You know, there's an old adage also, besides Occam's razor, that says, don't fight the Fed. In other words, don't be on the opposite side. Except, as you all know, for the last year, I have been on the opposite side of the Fed when it comes to rules of economics. You see, I think that the people who are at the Fed are basically a joke. Yes, I'm talking about all of them, headed by Jerome Powell. And then I also talk about, well, Grandma, who runs the Treasury. That's right, Janet Yellen. She is like, I mean, she is the epitome of who? Well, of the Keynesian theorist. Studied at Keynesian school out on the West Coast, went to the Federal Reserve at San Francisco, and just carried it all along as a former head of the Federal Reserve prior to Mr. Powell, and now the head of the Treasury. But you see, already I'm kind of stiff drifting away from Occam's razor because it's starting to get a little bit complex. I'll try to stay as simple as possible. For the last year or so, I have said the interest rate situation is not transitory. It can't be if you follow the rules and the basic rules, supply and demand, and also the printing of money. You see, the foundation, as I learned from my old professor, and he used to say, the basic foundation, the rules of economics, cannot be repealed. If you are going to print trillions of money, dollars of money, and you're going to put them into the system, and you don't have supplies that match the money, which we don't because of varying problems in the whole system, whether it's COVID, whether it is uh, supply disruption, makes no difference, irrelevant. If you don't have, the only fact is, if you don't have the supplies to match the money, then what you've got is too much money chasing too few supplies, too few goods. That is the recipe for inflation. That is inflation. Too much money chasing too few goods, which results in higher prices. Tell me that you guys in government are going to stop printing money. No. Tell me that Biden and his cronies aren't going to continue asking for money. No. Tell me that we're going to have a lot of people going back to work to start producing goods again. No. It's that simple. And when all of that says no, that means inflation is not transitory. It means that inflation is not only going to be here for a long time, but it's going to accelerate. Now, I'm on the opposite side, or was on the opposite side of Jerome Powell. That's correct. And I would have to say, are you freaking serious? You don't fight the Fed, William. You know that. 35 years on Wall Street, you know you don't fight the Fed. Well, I'm not on Wall Street anymore. I'm commenting. I'm a podcaster. 
I'm sitting back and I can fight them tooth and nail. And yesterday, the Fed chairman in front of a Senate panel admitted and said this, quote, it's probably a good time to retire the word transitory to describe inflation. That's right. A good time to retire that word. That's right. I guess Mr. Powell is going to go back to the rules of economics. You see, most of these guys are theoretically supposed to be economists, but they store or they shelve or they they check their economics hat at the door and become political lackeys. Okay, let's just take a look because when we look at this, this is basically, as one somebody said a while ago, the game is over. That's right. The game is over because what we've got now is the basic rules of economics going harder and harder and harder. And all of a sudden, we're looking at what's going to take precedence. Is it going to be the inflation? Which, by the way, the Federal Reserve in 1913 was set up to control jobs and inflation, pricing, control pricing. Now, sometime we're going to talk about the real reason that the Federal Reserve was set up in 1913. But ostensibly, those are the two main purposes to control inflation, control prices, and also to continue to keep jobs. Okay, the jobs they can say they do, I would have to argue with that because we have over 100 million people um, out of the workforce. I don't think that's a good sign, but let's focus and stay Occam's razor. Let's stay on the inflation situation. And so when we look at it, we know that they have two ways to solve the problem. One, they can start to tighten, which means starting to taper, which they said they were going to do, but accelerate and bring more money out of the system. The second thing that they could do is to raise interest rates. But you see, I think there's an inability to raise interest rates. Why? Because they would be, and I mean brutally, brutally destroying the entire economic and capital markets. That's correct. The economy and the capital markets are not going to be and doing well with high inflation, or I should say high interest rates. But that's what they do. To control inflation, you raise the interest rates. Now, in his speech yesterday to the Senate, he continued, he said, quote, at this point, the economy is very strong and inflationary pressures are higher. And it's there Appropriate, therefore appropriate, in my view, to consider wrapping up the taper of our asset purchases, which we actually announced at the November meeting, perhaps a few months sooner. Okay, so now he's kind of saying, well, maybe we shouldn't do maybe the tapering, but, you know, uh, we've got that. But maybe now it's time to nudge up those interest rates. And when we take a look at it, he would say, and they have been pretending, I have to say this, they have been pretending that inflation is barely nudged above their 2% target. You see, that's how they've been able to say, well, it's only transitory. They don't include food. They don't include energy. They substitute rent for housing. All of the big things that are driving interest rates or should drive interest rates higher to control that inflation, they just ignore it. You see, in their numbers, eh, 
maybe a little bit above 2%, but in your numbers and my numbers, the everyday Americans' numbers, we're looking at many things of price hikes of as much as 10%, 20%, and sometimes up to 50% on products and services that we need for our everyday-to-day life. That's correct. And when we are able to and see with our own eyes and our wallets that every single major consumer product manufacturer and industrial comment or company has commented that their cost of raw materials has gone through the roof. And so we're all aware of it. Well, I don't care whether you're on the right side of the political aisle or the left side. We're all aware. And mainstream media is now starting to focus on and talk about it because it's real. Now, what did Powell also say yesterday? So he relinquished the term transitory. (laughs) And guess who won? I guess if it was a battle, I held my ground and said transitory was a joke. And finally, he said, it's time to relinquish it. So who won that battle? Yours truly. Are you freaking serious? You beat the Fed? Yeah, on that one I did. But he also indicated to the Senate panel that accelerating the taper and considering rate hikes were on the table. That's right. He said it's time to maybe pull back the light tapering, but get on with the heavies duty. In other words, pull money out of the system, raise the interest rates. Those are the economic actions that you take when you are going to control the inflation. Now, bold language? Sure. Why is it bold? Because we just got hit with a new variant, right? Let's see. Before it was the Delta, and now it's the Omicron. Okay. And so wouldn't this give a perfect excuse for the Federal Reserve to continue doing what they're doing because of the new variant that we've got with COVID? That's right. You know, I mean, it's like scary because you're starting to hear all the bad things again. You've got Biden, who's reacting, uh, closing down travel from different countries. And so all of a sudden, it's like taking us all the way back to square one again. And yet the doctor in Africa, who basically founded this thing or saw it, said, what's everybody getting upset about? This is so light. It doesn't really even have an impact, but it does. And it possibly could give Powell that opportunity to continue with the so-called modern monetary theory of the socialists that we're seeing, which is, you know, another time. Let's just keep printing. Okay. So when we take a look at this whole thing and we look at Mr. Powell, who's got this kind of newfound hawkishness, I guess. And so does it give him any room to backtrack? Well, sure it does, because now he's come out and said to the Senate, you know, we could be raising interest rates. And you know what happened in the stock market? took a big hit. Yeah, a big hit yesterday. And that then all of a sudden came and turned around today. We got a nice gain back. Why? Because now they're saying that, well, maybe the Omicron is not so bad. And so all the eyes went to a new variant of the COVID as opposed to looking at the financial fundamentals. Okay. And so all of a sudden, day in, day out, we are moving in, out, up, down. All I'm saying and right now is that as we stand here and sit here and I talk here on December 2nd, 2021, as we approach and go into the new year of 2022, it is going to be a very, very fascinating time period. Now, 
Am I saying that the market's all of a sudden going to correct dramatically? What we saw in the last couple days was an indication, (coughs) pardon me, of what's going to happen. It's very possible. I do know one thing, and I believe this, that the Federal Reserve has basically lost control. That's correct. I don't think that they can raise rates. I don't think that they can accelerate the taper. Why? Because if they do, I think that the markets will just react so dramatically. In addition to that, you're talking about the cost of our debt. We are accelerating our debt, and yet debt comes due. It has to be refinanced, and interest rates are so low that if we were to raise those interest rates, then what you're looking at would then accelerate the debt. The debt paying off would be a whole lot more. In other words, just a vicious circle. Yes, the Fed has admitted that they have lost control. Did Powell come out and say that? No, but he did in so many words by admitting that the transitory word should probably be put aside. And I didn't say when I heard that, are you freaking serious? Well, if you don't think I didn't say that, then I'd have to say to you, are you freaking serious? So is the Fed going to be taking control? It sounds like it is, but we'll wait and see. You know, I've been fighting this Fed for the last year. Why and how? Very simply, based on fundamentals of economics. That's all. I remember when my professor Galbraith continued to pound in my head, that's John Kenneth Galbraith, pound in my head, the economic rules cannot be repealed. They're like gravity. They hold, whether it's politically left, right, conservative, liberal, up, down, dark, white, black, yellow, makes no difference. The rules are the rules. And so when we take a look at this, we can continue, in my humble opinion, to see a continuation of an acceleration of inflation. I hate to say that. I know that people are hoping that things would happen. I just don't believe that Mr. Powell and the rest of the Federal Reserve have the backbone to accelerate what should be done. They know what they have to do. Will they do it? I doubt it. But if they do, you'd be find me be the first one to say, Are you freaking serious? Till next time, I'm Bill Tatro.